The NHL trade deadline is today. The Islanders sat two players out of Sunday's game. We will talk about what to expect from the Islanders, plus we'll have our key takeaways from this weekend's split. All that and more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Monday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Hope everybody had a very good weekend, better than the Islanders. They didn't do badly, beating Dallas on Saturday, losing on Sunday to Philadelphia. We'll have all our key takeaways, but first, today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. If you've got something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, a topic you'd like us to discuss, feel free to send us an email, the email address LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you give us your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We will get to the two games from this past weekend in just a moment, but first, today, trade deadline day. Now, don't forget, we are going to be live at 3 o'clock Eastern time with our trade deadline analysis show on YouTube, so check that out. It'll also be posted as uh, a podcast for Tuesday, so make sure you join us for that We are looking at what happened over the weekend and how it's going to fit in with everything that's going on with the trade deadline. And before Sunday's game against Philly, we got a very good indication of what could happen. Uh, Two players held out of action for what the Islanders officially said was a maintenance day. And I'll put that in air quotes Uh, Cal Clutterbuck, Andy Green, not dressed, did not go with the team. Well, uh, actually, just let's just keep it at this. Not dressed, did not play in the game against the Philadelphia Flyers. So what does that mean? Very often, we see NHL teams do that when they are concerned that a player shouldn't get hurt to ruin a trade. The fact that they said there was no injury, that it was just maintenance day, 
sort of reinforces that, and it tells us that Clutterbuck and Andy Green, two veteran players who are on expiring contracts, could very well be headed elsewhere on or before the trade deadline, which is 3 o'clock Eastern time today, Monday, March 21st. You lose either one of those players, there is certainly an effect on this roster. But again, what the Islanders are doing right now is essentially, this is not a playoff team. The way this team is playing, the inconsistency that we've seen from them through most of the season tells us that these, you know, this team is not making the playoffs this year and moving players like Green and Clutterbuck makes sense to get some prospects or some draft picks. This team certainly needs to replenish its prospect uh, collection or, or, you know, the number of quality prospects in the organization. And that would be a step toward doing that. I don't think you're getting anything uh, like a first-round pick for either one of those players. You're probably getting a third, a fourth, maybe even a fifth. But at the same time, if they leave at the end of the season, you're getting nothing. And the other thing you're doing, and we saw this today, Cal Clutterbuck wasn't in the lineup. Who was in his place? Kiefer Bellows. Sebastian Ajo replaced Andy Green in the lineup. You get guys like Ajo, guys like Robin Sallow, guys like Kiefer Bellows, or even Ross Johnston. You want to give them more ice time down the stretch. You want to get your younger guys into games. Let them, look, you know what? You know, Barry Trotz is always hesitant to play younger players because of the mistakes that they inevitably do make, especially when they don't have the puck. Well, when the season is over, at least as far as you're not making the playoffs this year, you can afford that. Now, two players who are also on expiring contracts who still played on Sunday, Zach Parise, Cal Clutterbuck. Does that mean they won't be moved? No. But it does mean they're probably a little less likely to be moved or that the Islanders are a little less uh, getting less uh, calls about them or are less excited about moving them. And there is always the possibility that Lou Lamorello will try to sign either one or both of those players to an extension. So lots going on vis-a-vis the trade deadline And I wanted to make sure we touched on all of that. Also wanted to touch on an email that we got late last week from Ken from Minnesota. He writes, hey Gil, what's with the Islanders' maddening inability to get the puck out of their zone this season, especially along the boards? It's led to so many turnovers and goals against. Something that, in my opinion, really needs to be addressed next season for them to have any chance to get back to last year's form. Ken, thank you so much for the email. We've heard from you before and always appreciated, and thanks for listening. Look, this is something that we've talked about. They need a puck-moving defenseman, and 
one thing that Nick Letty used to do so well was skate the puck out of the zone and thereby getting momentum and speed and creating offensive opportunities. The only player on the top six defense so far this year who does that is Noah Dobson and Dobson you know, was not as good at it early in the season. He's gotten more confidence and gotten better at it as the year has gone on. So now, if you trade Andy Green, if you trade Zdeno Chara, uh, that opens up spots to see if guys like Sebastian Ajo and Robin Salo are ready to get that job done. But either way, whether they get it at the trade deadline, whether they make a deal before the draft, or they sign a free agent, the Islanders need to bring up or acquire another puck-moving defenseman. And part of the problem, in my estimation, is that when you only have one out of your six defensemen who are good at skating the puck out of the defensive zone and into the neutral zone or or through center ice with any kind of speed consistently, there aren't as many options. So what happens? The other team knows, hey, they're going to go try to chip it along the boards. They're ready for it. And that's one of the reasons, not the only reason, that so many turnovers have been happening. And the other thing is, obviously, you have... Uh, some guys who struggle in their own zone. I mean, Sebastian Ajo struggles in his own zone. Uh, Scott Mayfield has been very good at times and struggled at times. Zdeno Chara got off to a slow start, adjusted to the system, did better. At the end of the day, you need to have at least one more solid skating, puck-moving, good passing, out of the zone, into the neutral zone kind of defenseman and that's something that Lou Lamorello is going to have to adjust and bring in before next season if, as you said, Ken from Minnesota, this team is going to get back to where they were the last couple of years. We will break down the two games over the weekend, the good, the bad, the not-so-good, uh, the ugly, uh, all that, plus our Islanders' birthday of the day and more coming up, all that still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Our next partner has a product I literally use every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I hate taking pills and vitamins, and I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. So, look, what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All of these things. And look, it's lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything, while still tasting really, really great. And it supports better sleep quality and recovery, mental clarity and alertness. It's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. So you know it's good. 
Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day, and that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. All right, time now to take a look back at the weekend's two games. The win Saturday against Dallas, I have to say. Uh, The Brock Nelson show, the hat trick for Brock Nelson. Um, Islanders, you know, didn't play outstanding hockey, but they kept the stars for the most part on the perimeter defensively. And in that third period, Brock Nelson just catching fire, getting those three goals, and getting the job done. And I'll say this, Simeon Varlamov played very well, and for once, although it took a while, the team gave him a little bit of goal support, and, you know, you you came out of that game Saturday feeling good overall about how this team was playing and where this team was at, uh, having won four out of their last five. And overall, you know, you're playing a team that was fighting for a playoff berth, still is fighting for a playoff berth, and the Islanders found a way to get it done. And that was a big, big move, you know, a big, big win for the Islanders. And we were seeing the confidence grow. Then you go to Sunday. And the Islanders end up falling 2-1 to to the Philadelphia Flyers. Kevin Hayes getting both goals for Philadelphia. Casey Sezekis, the only tally for the Islanders. And realistically, to me, the one thing that stood out more than anything is that the Islanders looked like a team that was playing, you know, three games in four days. They looked tired. They did not have that jump. I, I think they did miss... Cal Clutterbuck, and Andy Green, who both were playing well. But the one thing that drove me nuts from Sunday's game that wasn't really as big of an issue on Saturday, but it has been an issue most of this season, is that the Islanders just didn't shoot the puck. J.G. Pajot, shots on goal. Matthew Barzal, one shot on goal. Anders Lee, no shots on goal. Anthony Bavillier, no shots on goal. That is just not going to get it done. Josh Bailey, one shot on goal. These are guys who are supposed to be among your top six. Okay, Pajot, more of a third-line guy, but he also does see power play time. You have got to get more offense from these players. And... So many times we have seen the Islanders pass up quality shooting opportunities and end up not getting, you know, trying to take a good shot. Instead of taking the good shot, you end up taking 
uh, making a pass to try to get that perfect shot. Now, they got good goaltending again from Ilya Sorokin. Uh, some good play overall in, in spurts, but they just look flat, and they've got to shoot the puck. And I'm going to call out one Islander in particular because he is supposed to be the leader of this team, the most dynamic player on this team, and that's Matthew Barzal. And Barzy is a great player to watch. And when he's on his game, he is creating space and time and creating opportunities for his teammates. But he is seemingly very averse to shooting the puck. One shot on goal in 20 shifts. He's on the ice for 19 minutes and 3 seconds, and he has one shot on goal. From your most dynamic offensive player, that is just not going to get it done. So, you know, Barzi is not a sniper. He's not primarily a goal scorer. He is more of a setup guy. But when you've got the good shot, take the good shot. And when you start skating with the puck, come on. It's got to lead to something, whether it's a shot or a pass. But the guy you pass to has to shoot. And, you know, look, who led the Islanders in shots on goal in this game, even though he only played 13 minutes and 59 seconds? of ice time, take a guess, Oliver Wallstrom, because Wally had five shots in less than 14 minutes. Kiefer Bellows, who's playing on the fourth line most of the game, had three shots. Brock Nelson, three shots. These guys are shooters, but as a team, this, this group is too hesitant to shoot the puck, and they need to bring in players, one or more, who's going to change that mentality enough to make a difference for this team next season. It's not going to happen this season. I, I mean, maybe you do get someone at the trade deadline, but, you know, this team needs to learn how to shoot the darn puck. And until they do it, they are going to be challenged to score goals. You could talk all you want about the Barry Trotz defense-first system. And it's true. They do play a defense-first system. And that's okay. But when the chances are there, you don't have to take 40 shots in a game to win. You can win with 25, 30 shots in a game. But when the chances are there... Don't let the good get in the way. Don't let the perfect get in the way of the good. When you have a quality scoring chance, take it. There's always rebounds. There's always deflections. There's always tips. Those things create quality scoring chances and go to the net often. And, you know, early and often is sort of the expression. This team needs to do that better if they hope to get back to where they were last year and the year before that especially. When we come back, we have our Islanders' birthday of the day, a player this team is definitely missing who, you know, left the team very recently. We'll talk about that and some more final thoughts about the trade deadline, all that still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. It's that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source from all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline where the game starts. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best-tasting bars. Puffs are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. Yep, protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and like all Built Bars, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with incredible flavors like yummy, cinnamony, churro, coconut marshmallow, and my favorite, the banana cream pie. So good, these will be your new favorites. And like all Bilt Bars, low calorie, high protein, high in fiber, and they are not just good for you. They are good at Bilt Bar. They are all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first then figure out how to make it healthy, and I don't know how, but they do it every time. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and yes, Sunday was the 31st birthday for former Islanders defenseman Nick Letty. Letty Drafted in the first round, 16th overall by his hometown team, the Minnesota Wild. He's a native of Eden Prairie, Minnesota. Played at the University of Minnesota for one year, but then made his NHL debut in 2010-2011 with the Chicago Blackhawks. Won a cup with them in 2013 and came to the Islanders in a deal just before the start of the 2014-2015 season, the same day that Johnny Boychuk arrived in a trade with Boston. And, you know, Letty put up some really good numbers in his time with the Islanders. His best season statistically, 2016-2017, 11 goals, 35 assists, 46 points. This year, of course, traded to Detroit, where he has played in 55 games, has one goal, 16 points, and is struggling on his plus-minus with a minus 33. So far for his career, Letty, 831 games, 66 goals, 352 points, and only 161 penalty minutes. You add 121 playoff games, 7 goals, 33 points in those. Look, we've talked countless times on this show how the Islanders miss the ability of Nick Letty to skate and move the puck out of the defensive zone to help that transition via skating or passing to the attack, get this team with speed through the neutral zone. They do miss Nick Letty. We go back and look at one of his better games as an Islander. January 13th, 2017 at the BB&T Center down in South Florida Islanders and the Florida Panthers. Tomas Grice, the goalie for the Islanders in this one against 
Roberto Luongo, the uh, briefly ex-Islander playing for the Panthers. Islanders get on the board first. Jason Chamura, his sixth from Anthony Bavillier at 222. Islanders up 1-0. A minute and a half later, it's John Tavares making it 2-0 Islanders. His 12th, Nick Letty, our Islanders' birthday of the day, and Josh Bailey with the assist. Midway through the period, Vincent Trocek cuts the Islanders' lead to 2-1, assists to Yaramir Yager and Keith Yandel at 9.55. 2-1 Islanders after one. In the second period, our Islanders' birthday of the day, Nick Letty scores an unassisted goal at 16.06 to make it 3-1 Islanders. That was the only goal of that period. Then the Florida Panthers get their power play going. Ryan Strom off for slashing. Riley Smith, his ninth from Trocek and Yandel at 142 of the third. Islanders lead down to 3-2, but John Tavares, his 13th from Josh Bailey at 7.50, and then with Luongo pulled, Tavares scores his third of the game, an empty netter, his 14th of the year, Sezikis, Casey Sezikis, and Nick Letty with the assist. Islanders skate away with a 5-2 win over the Panthers, the hat trick for John Tavares, but also a three-point game for Nick Letty, a goal and two assists. He was a plus three and had five shots on goal, second only to uh, John Tavares and Anders Lee, so actually third on the team. Islanders blasted 42 shots on goal, out shooting Florida 42-29, to Grice stopping 27 shots in this one. But a strong game here for Nick Letty. Nick Letty is our Islanders' birthday of the day, 31 years old on Sunday, and we wish him all the best and many, many happy more. Here's the thing about the trade deadline. The Islanders do not have to make a move. It can only benefit them if they move on from some of these expiring contracts. I still think there is a slight chance that Simeon Varlamov is dealt or Scotty Mayfield, but in order for those players to be moved, I think Lou Lamorello has to be bowled over by an offer where he says, you know what, I got to take this offer. It's too good to pass up. I don't necessarily think that's going to happen, but I will not discount the possibility. But the guys on expiring contracts, your Andy Greens, your Cal Clutterbucks, they sat out Sunday, so they're the most likely to move. And then also the uh, other guys on expiring contracts, Zdeno Chara, Zach Parise, those guys are the most likely to be dealt, but we'll see how it goes. And of course, we'll be live on YouTube 3 o'clock on Monday afternoon to talk all about it and tell you all the things that the Islanders did and and what it means for this team going forward. And uh, it should be a very interesting day. Lou Lamorello always finds a way, doesn't he? Thanks for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Enjoy trade day, deadline day. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.